Welcome to the Less Stress Family Podcast, where we believe you are fallible and what you do matters. This is episode 129. I am Justin. And I'm Shauna Wood. How are you, honey? I'm good. How are you today? I am very good. Very good. Thank you to everyone out there listening. I hope you're having a great day, a great life. Yes. <laughs> today. Go ahead. What are we talking about today? Today we're talking about dealing with awkwardness. And we don't even have a title, do we, for this topic yet? No, <laughs> Today's but I, episode. I like the way you wrestled with that, trying to pronounce it. It was just... Perfect. Awkward. awkward. <laughs> yes, it was awkward. Perfect. I was right on cue. Okay, you have a story. I have a story. Go. Okay. So, as Justin shared in a previous podcast, we have been recording some music to share with some shut-ins lately, and I played the piano when I was in elementary school, but quit when I was in seventh grade. It was a long time ago. It was a <laughs> heck of a long time ago. So, 30-something years since my hands have been on a keyboard. And all of a sudden, Justin looks at me and he's like, okay, you're going to play the keyboard on this one. And it was totally awkward. Like the picture of awkwardness. It felt weird to have my hands on the keyboard. The music wasn't written the way I was accustomed to. I felt embarrassed. I felt totally out of my element. But I persevered and it ended up being a very positive experience. Yeah, so... We were all gathered, kind of like a campfire setting. It was indoors, but we were kind of, I would say more like a campfire, sing-along, like hymns, just old hymns and stuff that elderly people would know. And so we're recording that, but we had, how many musicians did we have there? And you and I were the oldest ones. (laughs) There were a lot of our kids playing instruments, and they did have this awkward feel about the whole thing. And it was just like everybody was willing to try. And so I looked at you, and the keyboard was in the corner, and you could turn it down some. And the song was not Oh, I terrible. had it on the lowest <laughs> volume level. But it was still very cool. And I think this awkward thing is just something we all deal with all the time. But it's it's such a hindrance to us. And it leads to procrastination. And I, another story, I am in the process. We have been redoing our kitchen. I've got to the last stage, really. And I have to tear off the counter. And I'm going to personalize our countertop in a way that you won't see it on anywhere else, <laughs> which is a little bit scary because I haven't, I've got the, I've got it in mind and I know the techniques and things I need to do. I've done some, I've done it all before, but I've not done it all together. And it feels so awkward that I'm like just putting it off. <laughs> so after this podcast, I'm going to start. Good job. <laughs> but this feeling of awkwardness is we basically, we want the thing to happen Whatever our goal is, we want it to happen, but it's like we don't want to pay the price, the process for it, right? Uh, We want to see whatever we see as the smooth and polished thing. Like the guy on YouTube who's been building countertops for 30 years, like when I see what he does, I'm like, oh, man, that's so good. And I just want to be there. But that awkwardness hinders me. Yeah. It makes me think about teenagers, like especially teenage chickens and teenage humans because they're both so awkward. And it's like like they're they're not in this cute fuzzy 
sweet-eyed stage anymore, but they're certainly not the full-grown adult. And so when you look at them, there's just this awkwardness, but you have to have that stage before you ever get to the fully balanced, eloquent-looking, smooth adult stage. Right, and I, I think you're right on. And I, I think with school starting again, I see the awkwardness in our kids with everything from math problem. They don't know how to quite do it. Um, you know, they feel weird about it. They're going to, um, I mean, anything. One of our kids right now, just this morning, just like a few minutes ago, was writing a paper. And there's an awkwardness to typing it out and just trying to, you know, put your thoughts into words and making it clear. There's just an awkwardness that leads to frustration on his part. Right. Right. And that's just kind of where we are, I think. And it's, it's anyway, my point is it's good for me to see that because I'm like, oh, I carry that same awkwardness. Like when I bump into something, I was like, oh, this feels so awkward. Uh, I just want to quit doing it when that's the wrong thing to do. Right. <laughs> so the problem is uh, that you get a lot of stress when you just don't want to go through the process of growth. Right. And part of that growth is just the awkwardness. And we expect the immediate results uh, when we really. We should just expect awkwardness at the beginning. Like, can you think of anything you've done that wasn't awkward at first? Can you think of anything you've done? Now, you watch a toddler try to walk. That's really awkward. Like, we all cheer and get excited. Yay. But it's awkward. Uh, learning potty train. <laughs> awkward. <laughs> and messy. <laughs> and messy. Yeah. There's just nothing that comes naturally that doesn't have that unbalanced out of kelter feel in the initial stages i like that word out of kelter that's awesome that's a <laughs> i think that's a, that's a, no, here's another one g hall do you know what that is i don't know what that word g hall that's like when the i can't remember which one left or right g hall uh but it's like when you had mules and they weren't working together you're like oh they're not g hauling they're like it means they're not working as a team they're not figuring it out so <laughs> So <laughs> you're welcome. Everybody has learned a new term today. So yeah. So we have to see the awkwardness as part of this growth. And so this is um, this is from Psychology Today. There was an article about how awkwardness can mean several different things, and we're just going to go through that and talk about it. And again, what 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 in life have you not felt awkward? Learning to drive, awkward. First day of work awkward second day of work awkward <laughs> third day you know what i mean like less awkward maybe but still very awkward right okay. first date awkward yeah second date awkward <laughs> married life awkward <laughs> <laughs> okay so so awkwardness the author writes can be the result of unexpected conflict or an odd social encounter or embarrassment but it can also be the result of just being very sincere and so just standing clearly for something and you know i feel like this has really manifested recently in people's feelings about covid and it's very awkward i feel like to i try not to say anything about covid because some people are so adamant one way or the other that if if I say something and then I'm like, oh, this is a super pro masker that I'm talking to, you know, and then, then that would be weird. Or if I say something the other way, like, oh, this is one of the people that thinks they're 
you know, freedoms in life are being taken away because of the mask. Um, so actually taking a stand in either direction can make you just feel awkward. Right. And I think this is that definition you just read. Awkwardness can result from an unexpected conflict, an odd social encounter, or an embarrassment. Those are all just perceptions that we have of what normal should be. You know, like our normalcy bias. Like I shouldn't feel awkward when I stand up in front of a crowd. Therefore, when I have to stand in front of a crowd, I feel really awkward because I'm like, I shouldn't feel this way. When you should. (laughs) You know, so it's like it kind of awkwardness attacks our normalcy in a good way, can be a good way, if we learn to interpret it that way. And I'm, I'm, I'm always impressed by the people like I watch on YouTube or I listen to their podcast or whatever who are always doing new and crazy things because they just, they just flow through that awkwardness. They don't stop there and linger. They just keep moving. Right. Okay. So another thing is that awkwardness can actually be like a signal that the person that you're interacting with matters to you. And so that could be, you know, the most obvious example being like in a romantic situation, if you're on a date or something like that. Um, but also, I can, I think in like business, if you are talking to a potential client and that, you know, that business would be really important for your account or something like that. Um, or if you're talking to someone that you feel like has a lot of influence. And so you feel awkward just kind of fumbling through your words when you wouldn't if it was a different person in front of you. Yeah, that's a very good point. And I think this applies not just for dates where, you know, you're not married, but dates when you are married. Like we haven't had one in a long time because of COVID. I mean, we're like, eh, is it really worth going out? Nah. But... Even when we were going out on dates, we'd either see other couples out on dates, and what would they usually be doing? <laughs> They're on their cell phones. They're on their cell phones and not talking to each other. I think that's how married couples deal with uh, the awkwardness. Because even though you're like, yeah, I live with this person, we share the same bed, we have kids together, but there's still like, you have to you have to work through your awkwardness continually. You know what I mean? Like, do we really want to sit here and talk about our kids, what we need, uh, our parenting issues that we're not, we're failing at? You know what I mean? Like, do we really want to talk about our relationship and how we can make it grow? Like all that, I don't care how long you've been married, it probably still feels awkward. <laughs> you shake I your think head. that's a valid point. So. I think you can make that argument. Yeah. Um, we talked about awkwardness when you leave your comfort zone. And, you know, whenever you're trying anything new or you're just, you know, standing up for something. Um, But also, there are some tips that you can use to manage your awkward feelings. And sometimes it's even like your empathy for someone else that you know feels awkward, you know. And I see this so much because I I teach a high school class in our Mm co-op. And so sometimes just watching the kids and it's like, their interactions and somebody will drop something or somebody else, you know, like, you know, (laughs) just that awkwardness. So tips for not only dealing with your own awkwardness, but the awkwardness of other people. Um, And so one of those things is just keeping in mind that everyone experiences it. It's a common experience in life. Right. And I think if you don't have that awkwardness, like you just said, you're never going to leave your comfort zone. And like, I know for most of us, we love to just stay in our comfort zone forever and ever and ever. But it's like, 
like we'd still be like drinking from a bottle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if it wasn't awkward to learn how to eat with a fork, you know, like you start really thinking about what, what that awkwardness does to your comfort zone. If you can just used to being awkward, then you can get used to just really growing as a person. So uh, what else do you want to say about being awkward? We have a few more notes here. So the other things as far as managing those feelings. So number one, realizing everybody's experienced that. Number two, because sometimes, you know, we mentioned that it, it can feel awkward when you're having some kind of conflict. Um, so just reminding yourself that everyone should have the opportunity to speak their mind with integrity. Um, and so you're kind of just reframing that awkwardness. Like, I'm not going to focus on the fact that we are speaking different points of view. I'm going to focus on the fact that I respect you as a person. And so you have the right to share your point of view. So it's just a little tweak, but it can make a big impact in how you're feeling in the moment. Right. And just kind of a story I just thought of is we knew, we know, um, a guy from a, a church that we used to, to go to when, before we moved. Anyway, he was so shy. I mean, like, painfully shy. He just, it was so awkward for him to talk. And everybody kind of knew that, you know, like it was kind of a family feel. But when he said something, like, in the service or said something, like, he would he would not be afraid to, like, correct. Like, hey, I think we really need to think about we're going to do this program or whatever when you think about doing this or something differently. And we all respected him so much because we knew that it took a lot for him to, to say that. So even though he might felt felt awkward, it's like when you know someone well enough to be like, man, they are not comfortable doing that, and yet here they are doing it, it's like, wow. It's a whole new respect level, and it's like a whole like, I better step up. I remember hearing him talk and be like, oh, I better step up. <laughs> right, yeah, for sure. And then I think the last key to this is that you know, just realizing and embracing the awkwardness of I because I feel awkward, this means I am doing something new. And because I don't want my world to stay super small, I need to keep doing these new things. So interpreting those awkward feelings as a positive of I'm doing the right thing. I feel awkward in this because it's new, but I'm doing the right thing instead of interpreting it as I feel awkward, and then having fearful thoughts tagged with that. Right, and I failed. Like, for me, awkwardness seems to be tied to failure. I feel awkward doing this. I must be doing it wrong. I failed this. Which is not necessarily true. Right. Because even you, most of the time when you attempt something, you at least get part of it right. right. <laughs> not all of it, maybe, but part of it. Yeah. yeah. So I think, too, just being aware uh, with people, like you talked about the mask, like that awkwardness, you just kind of want to honor where people are in their conflict. Like, you start talking about politics these days. I mean, it's always been that way, sort of, but it's, like, unbelievable. Ugh. But you start talking about any hot-button topics, and it's like people... You're going to have an awkward feeling, I feel like. And it's like, you know what? You just got to keep working through that. If you if it's really a hard issue that you need to keep talking through, keep working through it. Don't let the awkwardness block you. Right, and I think that's kind of just the theme of today is not to let the awkward be a block because sometimes we can feel it and then knee jerk react. Oh, I need to get out of the situation. Um, but instead just embracing it. And I tell you one thing I listened on a parenting like audiobook forever ago. Um, but it was talking about, you know, understanding your child's love languages and particularly in teenagehood, how important it was to speak your teenager's love language. And I remember this mom talking about her teenage son and that his love language was physical touch. So she had started like a couple 
times a week or I don't know how often, but at night she would give him a back rub. And she said it was so painfully awkward (laughs) because this is her son, her baby, but he is now in the body of a man, you know? And so it was... Do you know how that feels? (laughs) Uh, yeah, because the oldest one is as tall as I am. He's six one. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, and he's only fourteen. So, and it's like I see this little boy in his eyes, but then he's got this gargantuan body now. And so, um, but that just it really resonated with me in that sometimes even when we feel awkward, like we just need to press through because that's a thing of real value, you know. So maybe that's in your family. You don't typically tell each other "I love you." Or maybe you don't typically give hugs. Or, you know, maybe you don't really express gratitude for each other, for the little things. But whatever that is, when you feel that awkwardness, instead of letting that be a stopping block, just accepting it and taking that as a sign of something good. I'm growing into this new thing. Right. And um, I think just whatever the episode was we did about hugs, it was like, I don't know, our first 20 episodes, I think. Just talking about giving hugs to each other, especially during this COVID time where people aren't around. I mean, don't hug strangers and all that, whatever. (laughs) But again, just hugging your family is so important because people don't have the contact they usually have. And so it's important to almost kind of make up for that, I feel like. Do you you feel like that way? Yeah. So I think another thing with guys, men have a hard time. I love you. Like guys, talking to guys, we always throw man or dude or dude, I love you. Or even when we're trying to be, man, I love you. Or I love you, man. Or I love you, dude. Or something. But just to say <laughs> those three words, I love you, especially like to a, another guy, is just so awkward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So we would love to hear your awkward story. You can connect with us. I don't know. I want to hear their awkward story. <laughs> Okay, if it's really positive, <laughs> it's a really positive one, then we would like to hear it on our Facebook page, which is Less Stress Family. Or you can connect with us on our website, lsfpodcast.com, or on Shauna's Instagram account, Shauna Cherie Wood. Most of all, we want you to remember that you are valuable and what you do matters. Blessings. Thank you.